Hey, welcome to the Sneaky Place podcast presented by JokerMag.com, the home of the underdog. Welcome to the Sneaky Place Podcast. Brian Contino here with Dom Fierro, Chris Morris. We are at week 11 of the NFL season. Boy, is it flying by right now. Oh, it is. Too fast, yeah. man. It always goes too fast. It's, it's sad. I mean, that's what it is. It's sad. Yeah, it's... Uh... It just go it it goes so fast. Like we get so prepared for the season and, yeah. and whatnot, and then it just starts flying by each each and every week. It just goes quickly. But I guess it, so. I used to hate Thursday night football, but now it's like all right. I got four quality days of football, like every week. You, yeah, it's know? kind of an event now. I mean, you kind of need it. Like, yeah, you, know, you definitely. I used, to, I used to hate it too, but now I'm like, what would I do without it? Especially because the matchups have gotten a little bit better over the years. Yeah. You, like, need to watch college football now. I mean, not college football. Uh, NFL. I mean, I watch both on Thursdays. So do I, so, yeah. So I can't hate. But <laughs> We're degenerates. Yeah, I need to. Oh, yeah. I, you, you, you get your annual, you know, Titans-Jags in September, which is like, all right, let's get this shit out of the way. But, you know, <laughs> they've, they've definitely done a better job of uh, stepping up the matchups. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's big time when they have divisional matchups on Thursday. I think that right. makes it yeah. a little bit better. I think that's a little unfair, but I do True. enjoy it. Partly. Partly. Yeah. Well, this week's division, even though it's not I guess it's not the best matchup this week, but there's some there's I guess some intrigue in that game. Steelers, uh Steelers Browns. It'll be entertaining. Browns, Browns coming off a win for a change. It'll be yeah, it'll be entertaining to watch Freddie Kitchens call, you know, terrible plays inside the five yard line and then go over ten in the red zone. But I guess that's entertaining. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, anyway, we're we're focused on Sunday though. So, DraftKings plays. We got eleven games for the Sunday slate this week. Dom, I know your Packers are, are on a bye this the, week. The worst week, the worst week in the NFL. <laughs> bye week. <laughs> the bye week for the Packers is the worst week in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, you don't get to watch your team. It just it sucks. I'm gonna be watching. I have to watch Red Zone now. I hate I don't Red like Zone. Doing that. You don't like doing that? I like not, scouring. I hate seeing how seeing how shit how shit goes down. You know, no. how it's gonna implicate you know your team. No, it just annoys the crap out of me. I yeah. hate bye weeks. I mean, I understand it's needed, but I just uh, hope none of the players get in trouble. Yeah, well, that's that's a pair of concern actually. Yeah. So, uh, but on to next week against the 49ers. 
Yeah, then that's that'll be a doozy um, after last night's uh, great Monday night football game between the Seahawks and and those Niners. Um, we get a lot of solid Monday night football games too. Um, but yeah, so the Packers are on a bye this week. Seahawks are on a bye, so those are two teams with uh, some quality weapons that will that will not be to service on the Sunday slate. Um, but I think I think we could find some decent plays this week. Last week we kind of got, I mean, we didn't know T.J. Hawkinson was going to have Jeff Driscoll throwing him the ball, so <laughs> that was uh, go, go Gators. Some signs <laughs> of uh, life from Jeff Driscoll, almost engineering a fourth quarter comeback. If the Bears lost to Jeff Driscoll, they oh, need to just they, they need to be relegated. I was hoping I they mean, did. Oh, I mean, as as was I, um, <laughs> but. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jeff Driscoll, and then um, I mean Drew Brees. What happened with the Saints? No, that was a dud. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, division. You guys called that one. I think you both had the Falcons, right? I had the Saints. Yeah. Um, yeah, division games. You know, they do kind of get weird. I, I guess you know you could see that angle of it, but it's only scored nine points on you know arguably one of the worst defenses in the league this year. It was uh, that was pretty shocking. That those games, I don't know what it is about those games. Yeah, they it's, are weird. It's I just the, those two teams. It just never goes like it's planned. Yeah, yeah. You can throw out the records usually when they match up. Yeah, but I, I mean, I just didn't think it'd be that bad with Drew Brees. I mean, he, no. was, he got sacked. I think six times. It was. Yeah. I what mean, the hell was that about? I mean, they look remedial at on offense. It was yeah. uh, not good. And then Jamal Williams, Dom. I, I you probably watched majority of the game. What What did you see there? Was it just I think he got unlucky a couple times, maybe a couple holding calls that he got yeah. drawn well, back. It's and... a few holding calls. It's Aaron Jones was, uh, you know, three touchdowns by Aaron Jones. Obviously, he's going to play more. But they didn't really use him too much in the passing game. Uh, when he did run the ball, he ran the ball for, you know, he was getting six, seven yards each carry. But where he's kind of come off the last few weeks is in the you know passing game. And he just didn't see that this week, but it's understandable. I mean, Aaron Jones is running the ball, unreal. He is in, should be in the MVP discussion. I'm just gonna make that campaign right now. Uh, but that's what it is with Jamal Williams. Just bad luck. Yeah, I mean, there was a few running backs with good matchups, and we highlighted some of them. And Dom, you were pretty much spot on with David Montgomery. Like, I don't know what happened there. I mean, they had the matchup was perfect for him to just run all over the Detroit Lions and. He came away with like seven total fantasy points. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't know what was going on there. Um, I know a couple other guys were stymied. I mean, Marlon Mack didn't have the day that he was supposed to have. Um, not sure what the Colts were doing on Sunday, taking an L to Miami Dolphins. But, uh, I mean, don't let the Dolphins get hot. It's called the winning streak, boys. <laughs> oh, it boy. Is, yeah. I'm, it I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting a little nervous for uh, week 13 down there in Miami for the Eagles. Uh, I don't think you need to worry about it's that. magic might strike, man. He, he fucked us last year. Uh, I don't think you need to worry about that. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I'm feeling uh, great about it. I'm not just penciling that one in yet, you know, for the last couple of weeks. I would pencil that in. Uh, I don't know. Pencil. Keywords. Pencil. Yeah. No pen. No pen. <laughs> no pen. Yeah. All right. That's true. I can pencil that. No pen. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to the Sunday slate for uh, for the DraftKings plays. Um, obviously, games that start at one and around seven seven thirty. Uh, we start with the quarterbacks. Finish with the defenses. And Dom, we'll start with you. 
who you got slinging the rock? Are you going to surprise us this week? I mean, if you want to say surprising Sam Darnold, then I sure that's surprising. Uh, going up against, uh, he's at, what is he at? 5,700 going up against an awful Redskins team. Uh, and I expect him to have a big game. I mean, I watched pretty much all that game last week because unfortunately it was the only game on TV here, but you have a guy who finally seemed to use a lot of his receivers. I mean, Demarius Thomas had a good game. Uh, Jameson Crowder had a good game. And then I believe Robbie Anderson, I mean, he's in the fold, obviously. I mean, he's a good receiver. I don't know how many catches he ended up having, but he's finally, I think he's finally, he's not seeing ghosts, honestly. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> uh, and then he's not going to see ghosts this week against the Redskins. I mean, his Redskins defense is awful. Uh, I would expect Sam Darnold to kind of build off of this game and go into next week and have a huge game against the Redskins. Yeah, I um, I kind of I kind of like it just because you know I like the matchup again this week. Um, yeah, he certainly had his moments last week. Jameson Crowder does seem to be his favorite target. Um, I wouldn't count on Demarius Thomas, you know, replicating back-to-back good games again. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could see it. You know, with you know with Washington being. They're, I mean, they're in the running for one of the worst, maybe the worst team in the league this year, too. Um, so the Jets, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they discovered something. Um, so I could see it. Um, this week, I got, I got, I like Derek Carr, man. Um, quietly having a really good season. I've been kind of banging this drum for the last few weeks now. Um, passer rating well over 100. Um, only priced at, you know, 6,100, too. So not, I mean, not terrible. Um, I think there, this could be a week to pay up for some other guys, though. Um, but, yeah, 6,100, I mean, going up against Cincinnati, who, you know, with Washington is one of the worst teams in the league. Um, we saw Lamar and, you know, that Ravens offense just completely go off against them last week. Um, and Oakland's offense, you know, they've been pretty steady, pretty good all year. Um, Carr hasn't had – hasn't really had, like, the big bust-out game um, this season. He's been pretty steady, though, I'd say, like, all around. Um, only 13 points last week, but, you know, had a touchdown, didn't turn the ball over. Um, 19 and a half the week before 23 and a half the week before that, um, 17 and a half the week before that. So pretty steady all around salaries bumped up a little bit this week, just because he's playing Cincinnati, but if there's going to be a week where, you know, he goes off for, you know, three or four touchdowns and, uh, you know, that offense puts up really, really huge numbers. Um, I think it's gotta be this week going up against, you know, what's probably the worst team in the league right now. Yeah, so Derek Carr and, and Sam Darnold, I think, are actually both very good plays. I I had Derek Carr slotted here. He's definitely a play I would look towards if I want to go cheaper at the position. Um, I think you might have to go with probably Dak Prescott this week, though, at 6,700. As much as it pains everybody to, to see, he's slowly becoming a very good NFL quarterback, and he's producing fantasy numbers week in and week out, whether you like it or not. So... 6,700 against Detroit in a dome um, with with Cooper playing well, with Gallup playing well. Zeke will probably get the running game going again. Uh, I think Dak Prescott has the opportunity to get you a boatload of fantasy points this week. Yeah, Dak's, been, Dak's been balling, man. He's looked really good. Yeah, he's he's impressed me a lot, especially in a contract year. Going into the year, I wasn't too sure what kind of Dak you would get just because in the past he's kind of been – you know, he's been good, but he hasn't been great. Obviously, wants that big contract, and he's definitely playing up to it. Yeah, I mean, especially you know this week going up against the uh, Lions defense, it's been reeling. 
Um, they've kind of been giving up big yards. I mean, they let Mitch Trubisky like throw for three touchdowns and look pretty confident against them last week. Um, so yeah, I mean, Dax, he's definitely taking advantage of, you know, the full arsenal of weapons he has. Um, this is, this is like the best group of weapons that, you know, Dallas has had in a long time and some of the best in the league. Um, I mean, those catches that Cooper made on Sunday night were just stupid on the sideline. I mean, that was unbelievable. So, I mean, if he's throwing to guys like that, you know, they're not going to need all that much separation. Um, and he's, you know, he's hitting them right in stride when he needs to. So I, I really do like Dak right now. Yeah. So, um, my, my play would probably be Derek Carr here, but I think if you wanted to be a little safer, just because I think the Raiders might actually blow out <laughs> the Bengals and, and just use J- Josh Jacobs, um, yeah. I, it could be a little sketchy. I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously none of these, I don't think any of these plays are locks so, solely because, you know, like Sam Darnold, he hasn't really strung two good games together in a row. Uh, Derek Carr, like we said, is playing the Bengals. They might just run all over him. And then, you know, with Dak Prescott and, and the Cowboys going up against the Lions, I mean, they could just punish the Lions on the ground. So we're not, we're not sure what's going to happen here. Um, realistically, the safest play is too much to pay for, probably Lamar Jackson at 7,700. Like, I mean, he's just been absolutely unreal this year. <laughs> Yeah, man, he's he's spectacular. I mean, I think him and Wilson are right up there for MVP right now. Yeah, he's been a pleasant surprise because I expected him to have a little worse of a season than he is now uh, just because first year is real first year as a starting quarterback and there's no one to look back for Baltimore. So I, th- I think I said it in the beginning. I expected him to just have a worse year, but he's clearly just MVP types. He's my MVP right now, honestly. Yeah, I would probably have to agree. And I mean, I, I would say let's let's slot in Drew Brees this week against the freaking Bucks. But we saw what happened this past week against the Falcons, so we can't get too comfortable with Drew Brees right now. No, I mean, I think he'll. I do think he'll bounce back this week. But uh, you know, at that price, with with the guys we just named, um, you know, who knows how healthy that thumb really is? You know, even though he came back a couple weeks ago and looked pretty good. Didn't really throw the ball downfield much. And his, I think the numbers have kind of shown, you know, even with how good they were last year and how, you know, good of a season he had, pushing the ball downfield is just not really, you know, his strength anymore. Um, you know, that arm's a little old and it's kind of, he doesn't really have the touch on the deep ball anymore. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the Bucks defense is terrible, but again, you know, another division game, kind of weird. You know, it seems like all those NFC South games are always weird regardless of the record. So, I um yeah I don't I don't love Breeze this week especially at that price. Yeah no it's 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 just a little sketchy um which is sad but it shouldn't be sketchy but it is. Um let's let's move on to to running backs. I feel like we named three solid guys that should be slotted into your lineup at QB. Um if you want to pay up for Lamar Jackson there's obviously no one no one telling you not to do that cuz That'll probably pay off for you. Um, but let's move on to running backs and uh, Morris, who you got carrying the rock this week? Um, well, another cowboy, unfortunately. Um, I think this is a good week to pay up for Zeke. Um, another guy whose stock isn't all that high right now. Coming off a pretty lackluster week um, on Sunday night against the Vikings. Really not that special of a season for Zeke so far. Um, he's found the end zone a decent amount. He's got six touchdowns or so. Um, Got on a little bit of a roll there a few weeks ago. Had a couple hundred-yard games in a row. 
um, really kind of came crashing back down to earth though against Minnesota. They totally sold out to stop him. Um, but again, going up against the Detroit defense that is yielding, that has been yielding huge yardage over the last month or so. Like we said, I mean, Mr. Bisky and the Bears offense look good against them. Um, so I, while I do like Dak, I like Zeke in this game too. I mean, and Detroit's shown to give up huge yardage in the same game, both on the ground and through the air. If we remember that, that Vikings game earlier in the year where Cousins threw all over them and Dalvin Cook, you know, chipped in for over 100 yards and a couple touchdowns too. Um, and I think, you know, even if Dak's moving the ball primarily through the air, I think you can definitely count on at least one Zeke touchdown down around the goal line, possibly two or even more. Um, yeah, his price tag's really heavy at 9000 but I do think that's worth it this week. Um, and my other guy that I like this week, kind of a sleeper, um, J.D. McKissick, priced at 4600 um, Also playing in this game. And, uh, you know, we've seen Detroit's running backs. I mean, they're just down. I mean, J.D. McKissick's like their third or fourth guy. I mean, they've just had so many injuries. I think somebody else just got hurt. Was it Johnson on, uh, on Sunday? He left the game. Um, and two pretty good weeks in a row for McKissick. 16 points two weeks ago against Oakland, 11 and a half last week against Chicago. Um, he's getting carries. Um, he's been used in the passing game. He had six catches last week. Um, and I think, I mean, we've also seen running backs have good success out of the backfield against Dallas. Um, you know, that's one, that's one part of their defense. That's a weakness I would consider. Um, Dalvin Cook last week had a big game. I mean, it's obviously Dalvin Cook. J.D. McKissick's not Dalvin Cook, but we've also seen other guys be utilized pretty good out of the backfield against Dallas. So I think McKissick has a shot to be, to be a sneaky play this week at 4,600. <laughs> yeah, so I like both those picks. I mean, Zeke is clearly, uh, you know, one of the best running backs in the league. And McKissick, he's been doing well, uh, especially for that Lions team that's really beat up right now. So anything they can really get is good. I really only have one pick. I mean, my first – I mean, I have two picks, but one that's really sneaky. The first one is uh, Josh Jacobs. He's at, I think, 6,800 or something. Like you said, Tino, I would expect – him to run the ball a lot in this game. This game could be over real quick. Uh, and I would expect him to get a lot of carries this week. He's been running the ball like a madman. Uh, probably going to win rookie of the year. Uh, he's just been doing awesome. Uh, but this guy's really, I mean, I picked him before in the pod. Uh, Jordan Howard at 4,700. Oh, yeah. I mean, your old boy and my new boy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love that he's not a bear anymore, so I'm excited I get to pick him almost every week with the Eagles. But I still feel like he's being underappreciated at 4,700. I mean, he's clearly number one back in, in uh, Philadelphia. He's not going to get the passing. You know, the passing games, whatever, Miles Sanders is there for that. But if there's one thing that the Patriots have kind of been lacking this year, and especially you saw the last two games playing, I mean, the Browns or whatever, but the Ravens, I mean, they're getting the ball ran all over them. Um, over 200 yards rushing against the were led up against the Ravens. I think uh, 160 or 170 against the Browns. So I don't expect Jordan Howard to have a big game. I mean, they just don't seem to be able to handle uh, the rushing, the running game uh, when they play better teams. And I would consider the Eagles a better team. And I expect Jordan Howard to have a good game coming in uh, against the Patriots. So Jordan Howard is, is actually interesting. Um, I was like scrolling down before and I've, it was like, where, where's Jordan Howard? I mean, 4,700 for a number one running back in a, in a team that has an above 500 record, like just seemed really interesting to me. Um, definitely being undervalued and underappreciated this week. 
they're seeing the Patriots matchup as something that's, you know, an immovable object, which it, it hasn't been Dom the past two weeks. Like you said, I mean, Nick Chubb, besides his lackluster ability to hold onto the ball and that rain, he, he was running like a madman. Yeah. He was running free, open and free against the Patriots. And then Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram did whatever they wanted against them. So, I mean, I'm not saying Jordan Howard is Lamar Jackson or Nick Chubb, but I mean, he's, he's a 24 year old running back that, that knows how to get it done. And, I think this will be a pretty good football game, and he'll be utilized a lot. So 4700 for a guy that's probably going to get 15 touches to 20 touches is uh, – I think that's an ideal price here. Um, Zeke is obviously a good play this week. I mean, if I'm going to pay $9,000, i am just going to go up to Christian McCaffrey at whatever his price is. I don't even care at that Yeah, rate. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I thought about that too. That makes sense. I mean, he's a, he's a horse, man. I mean, he is just unbelievable. <laughs> um. But, yeah, and J.D. McKissick, I think, is actually a very good sneaky play, Morris. He's someone, someone I was looking at. He's, I mean, Detroit really doesn't have anybody else to hand the ball off to. And, you know, J.D. McKissick isn't an all-star or anything. But, I mean, he's athletic. He get, gets really good in the uh, out of the backfield in the passing game. Um, he'll probably see 15 to 18 ch- touches for the Lions. Um, and, I mean, they're not going to get blown out here by Dallas, you would think. Um, they'll probably be in the game. Uh, if he's needed for a late stretch, they'll be going to him, you know. So, J.D. McKiss is not a bad play at 4,600. And then I have a play that somewhat makes you want to throw up my mouth a little bit, but <laughs> just like I did last week. But Joe Mixon has had two really good weeks. Oh, he did, get, he did get a lot of work last week. Yeah, and it, that's true. And then, no, and they're playing Oakland. That's right. And Oakland's been pretty susceptible on the ground. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not, you know, eye-popping or anything, but Joe Mixon last two weeks has been he's been getting it done. Uh, obviously, with Ryan Finley in there, they're not going to throw the ball that much, and if they are going to throw the ball, it's going to be the Joe Mixon close to the line of scrimmage and try to let him do whatever he can to, you know, move the ball downfield. I mean, he had 30 carries <laughs> last week God. and three targets. So. Poor guy. Carrying yeah. the load. A.J. Green yeah. on the bench, Ryan Finley throwing pick sixes. Isn't isn't AJ Green coming back this week though? Who knows? Is he? Uh, I mean, I don't. Know. I thought yeah. I thought I saw that he was gonna or last week that he was sitting this past week and was most likely coming back to this game, but I'm not too sure. Yeah, he was supposed to come back for week ten, and then he got yeah, a, I, a I relapse in his rehabilitation. I think he just doesn't want to play for Ryan Finley. Um, yeah, it makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, I so, wouldn't want to either, even if I was yeah. getting paid millions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I would do a lot for millions. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, you know, 5,500 for a starting running back that got 30 touches last week, um, 30 carries, not just touches. I mean, he's got potential here. And that, that's all I'm going to say on the topic. <laughs> yeah, I give him the potential. Um, I don't think he, he's probably not at the top of the list, but he's, I think he's in, he's in play. He's an option for sure. Yeah, I would consider him definitely a flyer pick, uh, but a good pick. I would definitely play him if you're looking to get points. I mean, he's almost easy points if he's going to run the ball 25, 30 times. You know, he's guaranteed, you know, guaranteed to get at least, you know, 60, 70 yards if he's going to run that many times. Yeah, I mean, it's just volume at that rate. Like, he could get two yards of carry, and he has 60 yards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With, you know. Um, what do you guys think about Devin Singletary? 
Oh, I was thinking about him too. The Dolphins. Well, is what's Gore, is Gore not playing this week? Because I didn't even see him on on the pricing list. Gore is going to play, but I it's 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 becoming Singletary's backfield here. I I, I believe Gore had a touchdown last week, though, didn't he? I feel like Gore was getting those red zone carries. I I didn't even know if the Bills had a touchdown last week. Though. Yeah, well, <laughs> from what I saw from that game, I thought I saw Frank. I mean, I could. Josh Allen ran one in. Oh, uh, that's true. It, it it is definitely becoming Singletary's backfield. Um, and that price tag that's that's kind of appealing too. Um. And we know that they want to run the ball, so I almost like that pick better than the Nixon one. Frank Frank Orr had five attempts for twelve yards um, oh, last week it. against the Browns, oh, and then against mind. the Redskins, he had eleven carries for fifteen yeah. total yards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I don't. I don't think yeah, he's... forget about old Frank. Forget about Frank. I think it's Devin Singletary's time. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I do like the pick. Uh, I was actually thinking about taking it. Then I saw Jordan Howard, and I was like, no, I'm taking Jordan Howard. So that is definitely, if I had had a third option, Devin Singletary would be that guy. Okay, yeah. I, I just want to see what you guys thought about it because, like, we picked Mac against the uh, the Dolphins. And, I mean, like we said, he only had, like, 74 yards, I believe. We didn't get a touchdown. So right. I don't know if we, were, if we were scared of the Dolphins or something. Yeah, I, uh, scared of the Dolphins, I think, is a very, very uh, – Tough thing to say at this yeah, point in the season. Yeah, it's, not, it's not like they're sharks, right? I'm actually like a little scared. Uh, unless, unless you're Morris on week 13. Yeah, when really. They play. I'm, then, I'm nervous about week 13, man. Then, you, then you're seeing ghosts right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, any more running backs we want to mention before moving on to receivers? Uh, uh, I think that's good. Yeah, I'm okay. All right. Let's let's move on to the pass catchers. There seems to be some some solid options here this week. Um, Dom, we'll start with you. Who you got catching the rock? Well, I might have like three guys this week just looking at it. First guy I have until he's priced higher, Jameson Crowder. Clearly the guy who's it's at 5,700. Clearly the guy who's going to get a bulk of the throws from Darnold. And he's cashing in. I mean, in the beginning of the season, he wasn't really cashing in a lot of the throws. But he's got, I think, a touchdown each of his last two games. So I expect him to kind of keep carrying that going into a this Redskins matchup, you know, and he kind of provides, I mean, if you're not sold on Darnold as your quarterback, this kind of provides a stacking option, you know, the, between these two. Another guy I have, oh, excuse me, is uh, Randall Cobb at 4,300. Uh, last week had a good game. He's still behind targets and catches of Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper, which is expected. He's kind of playing the role he played with the Packers, uh, you know, all those years. But he had a touchdown last week, 106 yards and six catches. Uh, the week before against the Giants, he had a touchdown taken away from him for like an illegal shift or something. But he's getting a lot. He's getting a good amount of targets uh, coming into this matchup against the Lions. The Lions defense is trash. Just letting up. I mean, running the ball, throwing the ball doesn't matter. They're just not good. Uh, but actually, the last two weeks, he's had six catches and eight targets. Against the Giants, it was bad. Against the Vikings, it was good. So I would expect um, Randall Cobb to carry off of that momentum. And get. I mean, you'll probably expect that. You know, six, seven targets. Uh, and if he catches the ball, he'll be good. And then the next guy I have, and I always have to have him in. Oh, actually, no, I'm not going to pick him. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to pick Alshon Jeffrey, but I forgot he's playing the Patriots. Oh, Alshon's been tough, man. I would, I would stay away from Alshon right now. Yeah, you're telling me. Uh, but Muhammad Sanu uh, going up against the Eagles. This Eagles uh, secondary is still whatever. They're getting uh, better. It's getting better, definitely. It's definitely getting better. Uh, but Muhammad Sanu, I mean, he had how, however many uh, days to practice, you know, coming into that Browns game, and then he ended up, you know, doing all right. But going into the Ravens game, we saw a lot. 14 targets, 10 receptions, he had a touchdown. Uh, and then going up against this Eagles defense, I would expect him to see the same amount of volume and if not grab a touchdown or two. I mean, Muhammad Sanu seems like he's going to be Tom Brady's new favorite uh, target. Yeah, I uh, I do like this new pick. Um, while the Eagles secondary has been getting better, they're uh, they're going to shoot or uh, yeah, I mean they're going to they're going to throw the ball a lot. Um, I mean, I, Patriots run offense has been pretty non-existent this season, um, and I could imagine them. You know, they're going to chuck it 40, 50 times back there. Um, I could see Edelman having a decent game too, but. Sunu is more the uh, the deep threat, um, and somebody you know, Jalen Mills, Ronald Darby seems to get beat on a double move every week, so I can see that happening. Um, and Cobb too, I actually like that pick also, um, since he you know came back from injury, he's looking healthy now. He looked great on Sunday night, um, since we love Dak um, and pretty much love anybody going up against Detroit's defense right now. I could uh, I could definitely see him having a big week again. Um, my two guys, I like uh, Marquise Brown this week for Baltimore. Um, going up against Houston, Houston, another team kind of prone to giving up big plays. Um, you know, their secondary, I always think has been a little bit of a liability. They have a good D line, but you know, if you get time to throw, you can certainly, you know, bomb the ball deep on them. Um, and like we said, Lamar Jackson's playing as good a football as anybody in the league right now. Um, Brown got loose last week for a long touchdown and up with 80 or 18 fantasy points. Um, and yeah, I mean, certainly that was against, Cincinnati and you know Houston's a little bit better than that but I think that uh I think Brown is definitely due for a big player too in this game as well um and DJ Moore is my other guy priced at 5,900 um been pretty much just steady all year man um only has one touchdown but seems to get you know seven eight nine catches every week um you know has high yardage has over 100 yards each of the last two weeks his, his targets seem to be increasing too um, which is a good sign. In Atlanta, I know their defense had a breakout performance last week against New Orleans, but, I mean, I don't really see that duplicating itself. So, I mean, I think D.J. Moore's playing really good football right now, too. Kyle Allen looks like he's getting more confident throwing throwing the ball to him. Um, so, I think Moore is, is a good play this week and probably going forward for the rest of the year. Yeah, D.J. Moore is is someone I was looking at this week, too. He's He's been playing really good football. Um He's a, he's, a, he's a nice, solid target, very athletic. Um, we knew he was going to be a talented receiver coming into the league last year. Um, at 5,900, I, I like I his price this week against the Falcons. I know they somehow managed to become a stout defense over the course of a week against the Saints, but I don't see that um, trickling into another week. I think Carolina is going to play well at home. Um, what scares me that's gonna it's gonna be raining in the Carolinas this week. Uh, not sure how the weather is going to affect the passing games for for these for both of those teams. So uh, well, something to keep your eye on there. Um, Jameson Crowder definitely I think is a solid play this week, um, as he has been a lot of weeks. Dom like Dom's favorite receiver apparently is Jameson Crowder. Um, 
but yeah, he's, he's been, he's been consistent. He looked really good against the giants. Take that for what it's worth. Um, and then I, a guy I had in my lineup is, is Hollywood Brown as well. Morris, I think Hollywood Brown's going to have a very nice day against a team that just hates keeping the ball in front of them. Um, <laughs> they love yielding big plays. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think Hollywood Brown could have the potential to have a, a really big day. And I think Sanu as well, Dom, has a shop really big day. I, I like all the plays we've mentioned. And I think there's a lot of options here at receiver this week. And then, you know, even, even Randall Cobb, I think is a very solid option. So we've, we've got seven or eight guys that aren't priced too heavily that I would highly consider putting in your lineup. And then you got guys like Amari Cooper. That's probably a great play. Um, you know, and obviously Kenny Galladay is probably a decent play. So Michael Gallup. I mean, any any Cowboys receiver is probably <laughs> playable this week. Um, so a lot a lot of options here at the position. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely if you're looking for a position, this is the week uh, to buy low because the rest of the position is almost kind of forced to go up a little bit. Yeah, um, receiver seems like it's just been kind of the easiest position I think to pick all year, just because there's so many guys and there's so many options. Um, I think it's hard to go wrong with really anybody, um, you know, with all the, the passing influx that we're seeing in the league, you can get tons of guys cheap. That's why I was, you know, saying, I think I'd pay up for, you know, Zeke, or like you said, Tino pay up for McCaffrey at running back because you can get, you know, a lot of these buy low options at receiver every week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's move on to, to tight end here. Uh, tight end has obviously been a difficult position to pick. I mean, we got, screwed over with uh tj hawkinson this this past week i mean he at least he didn't give us a dud which would have been detrimental he got a 7.7 um points could have been worse uh i think if you had matt stafford there he has the potential to have a touchdown too um but i who would we got this week what's uh what's it look like at the tight end position dom it's ugly that's what it is it is ugly uh Jeez, I don't even know. I mean, Greg Olson, 3,900 going up against Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta has been great. It looks like, uh, I mean, from what I watched in the Panthers-Packers game, Greg Olson got a lot of targets. I don't know if that's been the case all year. but he, And he called a bunch. He had a few yards after the catch. So, I mean, I would have to ride with that pick, Greg Olson at 3,900. Yeah, um, he was one of two guys I was looking at. He definitely looked good last week. Seems like he's finally maybe fully recovered from like a three-year foot injury that he had. Yeah. Um, it's about time. Uh, this one's a little bit more dicey. I probably like your pick better, Dom, now that I'm going to say it. Um, Jared Cook at 4,400. I don't like it. hate it. Yeah. Um, I mean, he ended up having a decent week last week, even though, you know, the Saints offense kind of sucked. Um, kind of ate up a lot of garbage time yardage, six catches. 74 yards, 13 and a half fantasy points. Um, I think now that Breeze is back, he's going to get some more. He's going to get some more looks. He was hurt there for a few weeks. Even by the end of Bridgewater, too, he was starting to get some more, uh, some more looks, some more action. Um, his last three games that he's played, he's had 14.1, 12.7, 13.4, 13.4 fantasy points. So I, I think his stock is going up a little bit, but um, and Tampa Bay is not good at covering tight ends either, but. He's certainly not the number one option there for New Orleans. And, you know, Olsen seems like he's more of a target for Kyle Allen. Um, and he's priced lower. So, he, Olsen's probably a better pick. Yeah, I'm probably going to roll with Olsen this week at, 
at 3,900. He, he looked very good against the Packers this past weekend. Um, and I mean, it's just, it's just not good at the position this week. I mean, I would say if Kittle is completely a full healthy play, even at $7,000, which is a high price for a tight end, like the Arizona Cardinals are awful against tight ends. And, uh, I think George Kittle, if he's healthy, would have a really, really big day and actually almost be worth paying up at the position. So it's 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 ugly this week. Yeah, it's definitely not a likable position. Nope. No. Not at not all. Not at all. I don't like any <laughs> options. <laughs> Olsen, Olsen, I think, is the move. He's the, yeah. best. he's the best play. Yeah, I mean, as far as, like, saving money, I mean, I think Darren Waller is a good play if you want to pay $5,500. Um, you know, a lot of times you don't want to pay that. But, yeah, I mean, it doesn't help when Hunter Henry and Kelsey are on the Monday night game. Um, Vance McDonald is on the Thursday night game. So, those are three options that you can't really have. I mean, Jimmy Graham's not available. Oh, there it is. I was hoping you would include him. <laughs> Jacob, Hol- Jacob Hollister is no is not available this week. You have the upcoming, up-and-coming star for the Seattle Seahawks. Um so yeah, not not good at the position, but I I think Greg Olson is probably the guy this week. Let's move on to defense, and uh, I discussed this a little bit with Dom prior to getting uh, on the on the record. Um, the Jets defense at thirty one hundred is not the worst play here. Oh <laughs> yeah, I mean I kind of agree with you. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, I don't think is going to have a good game. Uh, you know, it's only going to be his, what, third game of action, fourth game of action. And I think the Jets kind of capitalized on that. So at 3,100, I really do like the Jets pick. I do kind of like the Jets as well, shockingly. Um, I also like Oakland at 3,300 going up against Ryan Finley. I think he's due for a pick six every game, it seems like. Um, you know, we've only seen him one game, but he just has pick six written all over his face. Um, but, yeah, Jets are, uh, Jets are Raiders. I'm good with either one of those. Yeah, other than that, I I don't see much after that. No, I don't either. I was thinking Panthers maybe, but I don't know. I mean, Atlanta's offense looked good last week. Um, yeah, it's it's not because you know James loves to turn the ball over, but I mean they also looked shitty last week too against Atlanta. So, I mean, you could really buy down to fifteen hundred and get the Cardinals based off of their matchup uh, last time with the Forty ers didn't they? They didn't do that great against the Niners last time. They only let up like twenty points or something. Yeah, well, let's see. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know in a sec. Well, I guess that depends. Oh, never mind. They had zero fantasy points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, I don't know. I don't know. It's only yeah. It was bad. One sack, zero fantasy points. So never mind. It scratch that. Yes, yeah, scratch that. We'll we'll, we'll go Jets or. Uh... Jets are Raiders here. I think those are the plays. Um, all right, and that that concludes our our, uh, our DraftKings plays. Um, we'll move on to picks against the spread. And Morris, I'm one game behind you. Oh boy, yeah, Dom closing is, the gap on me. I feel like I didn't Dom have a good is, week last week. Dom is two games behind me. Oh, it's tight. Dom, Dom gonna, had a good week too. Gonna have to pick some. Uh, yeah. I, I wish my bank account reflected uh, I gotta step it up a the week bit. I had. <laughs> so we are, we're, uh, we're getting to thick of things. It's week 11 here. Um, 
and we got some some good games lined up for this weekend. And it starts on Thursday night football in a divisional matchup with the Steelers and the Browns. The Browns are home, and they are three point favorites against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Morse, who you got? Um, I think the Browns are building some momentum. If as long as Freddie Kitchens doesn't fuck it up, the Steelers are building momentum too. They're actually better than a lot of people thought. Um, but I think their luck runs out this week. I'm, I'm taking the Browns. I'm going to take the Steelers. They've been playing really well. Uh, defense is playing really well. Expect them to have a big game. This is a tough one. I think I'm going to go Steelers here. Um, but I'm actually excited to watch this game, even with a 3-6 and six team playing in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I kind of am too. Yeah, it's a, little more, it's a little more enticing than you would think, obviously, with, with – you know, OBJ and Nick Chubb and hate to say it, but Kareem Hunt is his talent right. is back. Um, and then Steelers defense playing good football. So uh, we'll see. And James Conner back to full health and ready to play on Thursday. Right. So yeah, exciting stuff. Um, moving on to Sunday, one o'clock slate. We got the Cowboys at the Lions. The Cowboys are three point favorites on the road. Yeah, um, sadly, I think I'm going to pick the Cowboys just because I don't know the Stafford situation. Um, seems like he's probably not going to play again. Cowboys have been pretty good responding after tough losses this year too. They've also been good at beating you know sub 500 teams. So I'll I'll take Dallas. Yeah, I also got Dallas. This line has me thinking that Matt Stafford is going to be able to play. Um, yeah, they'd probably be fair by more if the, they knew it was Driscoll. But I'm probably still going to roll with the Cowboys here. Um, I know it's on the road, but I think they play well, like, indoors. Um, I do. I think that's definitely one of their, their strengths. Um, I, I like the Cowboys to win by a touchdown, probably. Um, moving on to the divisional matchup, the Jaguars at the Colts. The Colts are three-point favorites here. The return of Big Dick Nick. Let's go. Um, I, I think the Colts are good, but they're just so beat up. I mean, Brissett, T.Y., multiple other you know guys on offense going down. Um, uh, they're kind of reeling right now. I'm, uh, I'm going to go with the Jags. I think Foles comes back and leads them to a win. Yeah, I also have Jags. Uh, I expect Nick Foles to have a big game. Make it a clean sweep, boys. Jaguars roll. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think I think Nick Foles is uh, is going to be a big factor here. Um, moving on to another divisional matchup, boy. Bills at the Dolphins. The Bills are five and a half point favorites on the road. Bills Dolphins. Um, Dolphins, man, ride the hot hand. Fitzmagic is alive right now. Uh, I think the Bills are starting to show their true colors the last few weeks, even though the record's still good. I think the uh, Dolphins definitely cover that spread, and I th- kind of think they win the game too. Where's the game? It's in, it's in Miami. Miami. Yeah, Miami. I like the, I like the Dolphins. I'm going to take the Bills. Uh, hmm. Not sure why. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> why not? Every time I feel like I take the Bills, I'm just like, I, I don't know what it is. It just seems like they might win. I don't know. Um, anyway, moving on to what will be, I think, a better game than they have written out. The spread here is the Broncos at the Vikings. 
the Vikings are ten and a half point favorites. Ooh. Oh, ten, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Brandon Allen on the road. The Vikings are good, man. They're playing good football. I mean, everyone loves to shit on Kirk, including me and you know the rest of us on this pod. But he's uh, he's been answering the bell. I think the uh, they're tough at home. I think the Vikings win and they cover. Yeah, I think the Vikings end up winning us. Uh, the Broncos is just lost team to me. You so say you're thinking they're covered ten and a half too? Oh no, I got the Vikings. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, I'm going to take the Broncos to cover the ten and a half, uh, but lose by ten. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-seven, yeah. seventeen, something like that. Yeah, some some yeah. of the sort. I, I actually think like the passing game will be stymied a little bit um, for the Vikings and. Uh, I mean, it's the Bronco. The Broncos are tough defensively, so we'll see if Brandon Allen can just at least keep them in the game and keep it within a, a ten-point range and uh, give me a point head up uh, on you guys. Um, moving on to a divisional game between the Saints and the Bucks. The Saints uh, are five and a half point favorites on the road in Tampa Bay. Five and a half? Do you say? Yes. Yeah. Um... Uh, Bucks are kind of feisty, and the Saints did not look good last week. Another tough, weird division game. I uh, think the Saints win, but I'm going to go with the Bucks to cover that five and a half. Yeah, the Saints have not looked good to me. Kamara struggled uh, this year with injury, and it seems like they're not going to rush him back and give him a big workload. And Breeze, I mean, you don't know what you're going to get from him with that injury still, even though you know he's back. Uh, give me the Bucks. Are we about to have the clean sweep of the Bucks right now? No. <laughs> Which means the Saints will win by a 30. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to roll with the Bucks anyway. Screw it. Um, hopefully, Jameis is competent uh, this week. Um, moving on to the game of the week. Jets. Redskins. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, In, man. In the nation's capital, or just outside of it, whichever you prefer, the Redskins are one and a half point favorites. Wow, that should never happen. I mean, that <laughs> is just an atrocity to the year 2019 of football. That's kind of. I'm surprised at that. I'm surprised. The Jets. I can't. You can't pick Dwayne Haskins and the Redskins. I got to take the Jets. Jets ride well, high after after a one game winning streak. Well, if you listen to Joe and Evan today at all, Tino, you know that Joe has this game being a blowout but for the Redskins and the Redskins absolutely wiping the you know the floor with the Jets. Mm-hmm. Even with that, I'm gonna take the Jets. <sighs> Don't call it a win streak after this week. <laughs> <laughs> According to uh um whatever Statcast, the Jets uh, have a 0.1% chance to make the playoffs. So don't count them out. Just wow. A little bit of an easy schedule coming up, too. Oh, God. <laughs> you guys piggybacking. Who picked the no, – you picked the Jets to go to the playoffs, didn't you? I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I expected them to be much better than they've shown this year. Well, you're, when your quarterback gets mono, it's, it doesn't help. Um, yeah. Anyway, enough of the Jets. Enough of the Jets. Moving on to <laughs> – the Falcons at the Panthers. The Panthers are five and a half point favorites. 
Um, I'm going to go with the Falcons. Seems like they're made it, they might have figured something out, too. Um, I think they are better than what they showed the first half of the year. Um, not sure they win, so I don't, I don't know if I'm going to predict that, but I do think they'll cover that spread. What was the line again? Five and a half? Correct. Five and a half. I, I really liked what I saw out of Carolina this past week. I'm going to take the Panthers. I am – I'm going to take the Panthers. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to what should be a very, very good football game at 1 o'clock. The Texans at the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are four-point favorites here. Love this game. Um, going with the Ravens, man. They might be, like, the best team in the league right now. Can't pick against them. Can't pick against Lamar. But I do expect a uh, shootout of sorts and lots of great plays from Watson and, and Jackson. Um, but I'm going to go with the Ravens. Yeah, I'm also going to go with the Ravens. I just don't really – I don't know. The Texans haven't really impressed me this year. Like they did, I mean, last year they looked like they were a really good team. This year they've just been kind of eh. They've kind of just there, you know. And I expect more of them, uh, but I'm going to take the Ravens this week. I'm going to take the Texans. I think Deshaun Watson uh, shows up and shows out this week. Moving on to the 4 o'clock slate, we've got the Cardinals at the 49ers. The 49ers are 11.5-point favorites here. That's high, too. Um, I'm going to go with the Cardinals to cover that. Niners win, but the uh, Cardinals cover. They played them pretty tough a few weeks ago, too, on Thursday night. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to take the Cardinals here. 49ers, I mean, like I said, I mean, they beat up on bad teams, but last night really was going to be the game for me to see if they were for real or not. And I think they're – I don't know. They're just a – I just don't find them great. Um, their defense is good, but Garoppolo yeah. is – yeah, I mean, they but, their offense handed Seattle that game with all the, the shitty turnovers. Yeah, so I'm going to look up. Yeah. Um, it just didn't impress me, so I'm going to take the Cardinals here. I'm also going to take the Cardinals to cover, I would agree. Um, 49ers offense just it's, – it's not – there's so, just something missing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Um, and Breed is hurt now. Uh, Sanders got hurt last night, so um, who knows? Um, and then moving on to the Bengals at the Raiders. The Raiders are ten and a half point favorites. Would you think you would say the Raiders would be ten and a half point favorites at any point this year? Oh, never. No, uh, maybe not in my entire lifetime. Have the Raiders been ten and a half point favorites dating back to like Rich Cannon? <laughs> um. I'm going to go with the Raiders, you know, for after crapping all over the Bengals in this podcast. I think the Raiders cover. Yeah, and I'm going to say I was wrong coming into the beginning of the year because I said the Raiders are going to go 3-13 and 13 <laughs> and most likely be in the, uh, the hunt for another number one pick. Uh, but I'm going to take the Raiders here. I'm also going to take the Raiders. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Ten and a half, man. Ten and a half. Um, Raiders looking like they have a shot at the playoffs legitimately. Um, crazy stuff. Moving on to oof, the 425 slot, the national slot here. Patriots at the Eagles. 
the Patriots are three and a half point favorites on the road. Morris, take oh it away. Oh boy. Um, all right. This could go one of two ways. Um, <laughs> a win could go a long way in helping the Eagles' confidence because, you know, they got a big one against Seattle next week, too. Um, you know, prime time, 425 slot. I believe it'll be a Nance Romo game. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I don't, you know, the Eagles without Deshaun. Uh, Deshaun Jackson are just, I mean, they can't really get the vertical passing game going. We know that Patriots secondary is very good. Um, but I kind of like the Eagles defense. You know, I, I kind of like the matchup against the Pats. They've had O-line problems. They can't run the ball. Brady doesn't want to get hit back there. The D-line's been coming on. Secondaries are getting healthy. So I think this is going to be a lower scoring game, you know, high teens, low 20s. Um, and I think my Eagles take it, man. I think this is, we're looking at like a 23-20, type final. Yeah, I'm going to say the Eagles cover this and win. Um, the Patriots just didn't impress me against the Ravens. It really left a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, and I expect them to have, you know, a big game uh, against these Patriots, these Eagles. I'm sorry. Uh, but I'm taking the Eagles. Um, don't hate me, but I'm going to take the Patriots here. Oh, I can't blame you. The Eagles haven't instilled a whole ton of confidence playing against good teams, but <laughs> hoping this week is different. Yeah, I, I just can't see the Patriots losing two games in a row, which is more of where I'm coming off. Um, and they're coming off a bye. Bill Belichick off a bye. Just seems like he'll uh, he'll he'll do well this week. Um, I think it'll be a great football game, though. I think it'll be a close score, like you said, Morris. Um, moving on to the Sunday night football game, uh, we got the Bears at the Rams. The Rams are shockingly seven point favorites here. This is a dud of a game, honestly. You look back at, you know, before the season, how good this game looked um, and where these two teams have fallen. Um, neither looking like they're going to make the playoffs. I'm going to go with the Bears. I think they're – I don't know. I mean, I still believe in their defense. Golf looks shitty to me. I mean, Trubisky sucks too, but, I mean, I think it's a real question to pose, you know, who do you even trust more, golf or Trubisky? Um, as shocking that it, as that is to say, but um, – I don't know if the Bears win, but I do think they cover that spread. I'm going to take the Rams. Uh, I think they might end up blowing out the Bears. Uh, every time I've taken the Rams this year, I've lost um, with them covering. So The Rams with- stink, man. I'm not it. I'm, I'm, I don't believe in them at all. I think I'm it's- done with them, so I'm going to go with the yeah. Bears. Who I'm also done with, but yeah, (laughs) talking like the Bears are world beaters here. They stink too, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. You know, before the season, you look at this this week, you're like, "Ooh, Patriots, Eagles, Bears, Rams, Chiefs, Chargers, Texans, Ravens." Like, okay, and then a couple of them are decent, but yeah, I mean, certainly this one's not living up to the bill at all. Yeah, no. Well, uh, anyway, we'll we'll move on to Monday Night Football. in Mexico, Estadio Azteca, we got the Chiefs at the Chargers, technically, as their home game, um, which is just absurd. Uh, the Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point favorites here. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely the, the records aren't as good as you would have thought for these two teams, certainly not as good as last year. But these two teams, they do play really entertaining games. Um, last year they played some great games. Um, I think this is going to be high-scoring, too because neither defense can really stop anybody, especially the Chiefs. I mean, they let our boy Ryan Tannehill just zip up and down the field, and, you know, that game-winning drive with no timeouts in, like, 20 seconds, he took him down the field. Um, 
I'm going to take the Chiefs, though. I think it's a shootout. I think both teams can be in the 30s, um, but I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Yeah, I like the Chiefs. Uh, Chargers, again, another team. Just, I mean, I looked for them to kind of bounce back. I mean, not bounce back, but I guess bounce forward uh, after their win against the Packers. And they just didn't impress me against the Raiders. I mean, Hunter Henry's a beast, but other than that, there's really nothing much. And I think the Chiefs, I think Mahomes throws all over this defense and they win big. I'm going to go with the Chargers here. Um, I think Melvin Gordon goes absolutely berserk against against the Chiefs, and I think I have a I have the uh, the right mind. Right, uh, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Um, I'm a little, <laughs> little under the weather here, but that's, I what, like, that's what happens. That's what happens when you pick the Chargers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I, I guess I'm going nuts here, but I, I just think the Chargers. Um, if they don't win, they, they lose by one or, or two or three here. So I'll take the Chargers to, to cover. Um, and that concludes this week's edition. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, 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 I, got, okay. I got another bet for you. Oh, this is college here bet. we go. No, 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 no. Chances they actually play the game in Mexico this year. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. Why didn't they play it last year? Because the, the field, field was all field, ripped right? up. Yeah. Uh, so. I think it's – well – so wearing a last second audible we could always see like a friday oh they got down there the field's not playable we gotta yeah exactly fire drill back to la (laughs) is this game is this game a yes for mexico or a no for la i'll say mexico gets it in this year yeah i think they get it in too um i think it's a little sketchy with the rams playing on sunday night at home like i don't know how how well that field takes to uh well, they played two. They they played two different places. Oh, true. I forgot. Well, <laughs> see the Chargers pick just killing you right now. Yeah, I'm going nuts. <laughs> yeah, going nuts. Getting drunk talking about the Chargers. <laughs> um, hey, I think Mexico gets it in. I don't know. Yeah, I I'm hoping for some anarchy in this game. Ends up being played in LA. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they'll. That'll be awful for the teams. Like probably traveling to Mexico and potentially traveling back. <laughs> Chiefs two years in a row could be too, because they were yeah. the they were the against the Rams last year supposed to play down there and ended That's up right. going back to LA. That turned out to be the you know game the game, game, game of the year. Game of the year that was unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, so we a little deja vu here? Is is that what you're saying, Don? Like what's, <laughs> I'm, what's gonna I'm, happen? He's I'm angling just, for it. Yeah, you know we never know what these out of. I mean, the London games clearly I have it figured out, but I don't think they've quite figured it out yet in Mexico. Yeah, I mean. Who knows? I mean, I think both of those fields are just awful that they play on. Like the field oh, yeah, in Wembley is slop. Yeah, it's mess. And then, ah, who knows? What's the, the one London field is like decent. That's the turf. Well, they, and the other one is is Wembley, with which is just the it's like a rainstorm out there. Didn't didn't they build the stadium for football out there? Like didn't what they, Wembley? Yeah, they no not Wembley. Oh, the other one. The other I think one. they yeah, built yeah, they it. Did to like so they can play football and then gave it to one of the soccer teams over there that might be true if i'm not mistaken but i'm not too sure yeah no you're, i think you're right and they actually like switched the the turf like their football field is like three feet higher than the the soccer field or something it's something ridiculous yeah, yeah something something like that oh well anyway that that concludes uh this week's edition of the sneaky place podcast want to remind you to visit JokerMag.com, the home of the underdog, as well as follow us on Twitter at PlaySneaky. 
and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Sneaky Plays podcast, presented by JokerMag.com, the home of the underdog. We want to remind you to visit JokerMag.com because it's the greatest site out there.